Hi everyone, welcome to the Marketing Ideas That Connect show. Here we discuss strategies and tactics on how to build great ad campaigns and the art of getting insights from all the data. I'm your host, Gary Bolt. You can check us out at marketingideas.co.za. We are sponsored by the digital marketing agency, Famous Digital Media. You can visit their website at famousmedia.co.za. They offer turnkey online marketing and brand management services centered on the principles of inbound marketing and paid media. These episodes are published on a monthly basis and aim to bring you tactics that you can implement into your marketing and business. Welcome to episode 141 and today we're talking about financial fluency with Vinnie Fisher all the way from Cleveland, USA. So Vinny, welcome to the show. Uh, Gary, thanks for having me. I'm really excited about it. I'm uh, looking forward to uh, helping discuss a tough topic with uh, the marketing ideas community. So thanks for having me. Well, Vinny, you know that always, we always talk about revenue following order. And I think as a financial person and mm. you've been in marketing yourself, we really need to know the numbers. As we were talking before the show, you know, we've had businesses that didn't really give us great numbers. And I think that's when we, and young, especially young entrepreneurs get into trouble. I just want to introduce Vinny. I'm just going to just read two quick paragraphs, just so we all know where Vinny comes from and and what he does. After growing three to eight figure businesses with fast growth and many customers, but low margin, Vinny discovered the issue that he lacked financial fluency and gave back much of his hard earned money in cash waste with no margin. I think we've all been there, Vinny. With no good solutions in the marketplace, mm. Vinny founded Fully Accountable, an outsourced, fully full-service, cutting-edge accounting firm that helps e-commerce and digital businesses, business owners through f- fractional CFO and accounting services. Vinny has actually been awarded Digital Market of the Year multiple times and has been featured in many top-rated national podcasts and other media outlets such as Business Insider. He's also authored three best-selling books. So we are talking to quite a famous author today. And he has guided Fully Accountable to Inc. 5000 as one of the fastest growing companies in America twice and ranked as one of the top five outsourced accounting firms by CFO Tech Outlook. So Vinny, it's really good to have you with us. I think we're going to learn a lot from you today. You know, everything comes back to knowing your numbers. So I think it's the right time as we're coming out of COVID. You know, we're still going, Mm. we're going into lockdown probably two or one soon. And uh, if we don't know our numbers, we're going to all get ourselves into trouble, especially as we said, you make sure you pay the right tax and know where you stand with your P&L. So the topic financial fluency with Vinny, I've got nine, 10 questions here, Vinny. So I want to dive right in. Tell us how you got started in Fully Accountable. You know, Gary, some of that part you talked about in my bio, like I, I've had the great privilege, you know, I am a marketer at core. It's probably like when you think about what I do, that's the highest and best use for our companies. I, I, I'm the growth department guy, right? In sales and marketing, I've written copy, I've developed product. Like I am, I'm thankful to have kind of a, a cadence or a, 
uh, really a kind of a vision about consumerism and about what habits customers have for buying things. So because of that, I, uh, I'm like a quick revenue guy. Like I can drive revenue to things and I'm really like thankful that that's kind of my thing. Well, I, along the way, I've always just served kind of a God of gross revenue and I never cared about the bottom line. So I could make a lot of money, but I wouldn't keep a lot of money. And so at the end of the month, you know, I might run a couple million dollars through a merchant account, but there was like nothing left in the bank account. And I was extremely frustrated. Well, I broke a very notable business. As a matter of fact, I wrote about it in one of my books. I was very vulnerable about that breaking of this eight figure business. And it's because I had no real connection to the numbers in my business. All I worried about was new sales. I didn't worry about shelf life of the customer. I didn't worry about any margin. I didn't have any connection to those things. And so it was during the operation of our health supplement company that was a large eight figure business after the one I broke tragically. And I woke up one day and I was like, wait a minute. I know this might sound very simple to people, but this is what happened to me. I woke up I'm like, it's not about the revenue we generate, it's about what we keep. And like a light bulb went on. Like it was like this, almost like the clouds open up and the Lord shine down on me moment. And I'm like, we got to fix this. And like we did that inside of our health supplement company, had a good exit. And it was in that process that like friends around us were like, Vinny, you're different. Business is different. Hey, can you do that for us? So we started slowly doing it for other people. I'm like, I think we've got something here. And so in early 2015, we launched it publicly to the world, what is known as fully accountable and hundreds of companies later and multiple awards and lots of people on staff, you know, the English speaking world, I think in e-commerce and tech, uh, we're kind of the industry leader at providing this service. Yeah, you know, you talk like that, it just reminds me so many times we work so hard and it's so true what you said there is like, what do you leave? What are you leaving on the table or you're just paying it all out and, and just working for for sweat and tears and nothing nothing to invest and save at the end. So the future is very bleak when you're working like that. So I understand exactly what you're mm -hmm. saying. Vinny, what do you what is the financial fluency, the term fluency? It sounds like it's a bit fluid. What do you what do you mean by that? Yeah, so when I I want and I'm on this big journey to help executives, CEOs, and the team that really operate a company have a very simple relationship to finance. So finance is a scary term just by itself. And actually, when I set out in business, now I'm going to say something. I'm a lawyer and I'm a tax attorney by training. So you would think that I would have a just a general good understanding of finance. But the language of finance, which is truly the underlying language of business, is intimidating. So when you hear things like debt to equity ratio or EBITDA or even complex things about taxation as it relates to you, the business owner, these are overwhelming terms and people shut down. So what I am on a desire and journey to help are people like me, people like you, Gary, who are good marketers, who need to be able to do what I would call cocktail napkin math. Things like 
Know what your profit margin of the type of business you run. So what that means is, if you were to run a digital marketing agency, then you should know that what's the, an acceptable range of a margin that the marketplace would say is a good profit margin for an agency. And people will find out that 25% profit margin is about the range that a marketing agency wants to be. Now, why would I know that? After years of serving this sector, I know a bunch of the margins. Well, we did that at our health company. We were profiting at 8%. The problem was when I did the research and found out that the type of supplement company we're running should profit between 20 and 23%, all of a sudden I realized I'm leaving 12 plus percent on the table. So to me, fluency starts with understanding a basic metric like what is the type of margin my company should be making versus now what is it actually doing so there's two things i want you to know what's kind of the industry you're in of a margin what's left at the bottom profit and what's what are you really making and that becomes a tension for you as a leader to struggle with getting your margin up above what's the industry accepted standard so then also things like how long does this customer stick around how many months or years if you're fortunate enough to have that type of business does your customer stick around what's the average amount of money they pay you how much do you have to give back in refunds when an executive doesn't know these basic functions i would say like me i was that executive this is an indicator that you lack the fluency to effectively operate your business then you take us through your you know we always talk about uh, value in a business is the systems that you run and the you know the profit centers and we you know we talk about these things what is take us take us through your your system your account system is that you now we come we know pestle or sage or all these appack and all these Take us through your account system. What makes it different? What's the, like, the value proposition? You know, I'll tell you, one of the things about me is the type of leader I am. I'm a quick start. I love people over process. And so thankfully, I have an executive team led by a COO that really cares more about those things than even I do. And so, but... We decided as a company to build our own software that sits on top of QuickBooks. And so our secret sauce, Gary, is that we do all the work. And our real secret weapon is that we live in one industry, the digital world, e-commerce and technology. So my people who are trained in the language of digital are only worried about that. We're not worried about real estate. We're not worried about manufacturing. So we don't have to be a jack of all trades. Our biggest weapon is in our software, is in our efficiencies of delivery. It's that we live as an expert in one category. And that's the greatest part of our system that I think a lot of people in business try to spread themselves too thin with client diversity. And our secret weapon to our growth has been staying in this one lane. And everyone will say to me, wow, Vin, that seems like a niche. Well, that niche has almost 2 million businesses in it. And that niche, of qualified people, like companies that can work with the type of businesses we work with. And that if, let's just say I'm servicing 10,000 companies, well, I'm a nine figure business in our type of company. That sounds like a pretty fair niche. And 
I think people need to do broadly and the best system we have staying very designed around the e-commerce and tech, technology world. No, that's good. That's, that's good, Vin. To be so focused is a positive thing, we believe. Uh, Vinny, tell me the advantage, as you know, we talk a lot about outsourcing different non-core functions in a business. Tell me why, why should yeah. someone outsource, like you talk about being a CFO and, and helping companies with advice. Why, do you think someone should have a CFO out or a financial manager or finance people outsourced or insourced? What is your views on that? Well, I mean, I think the bias of the fact that I run a very large company that provides that as an outsourced service, I would tend to obviously lean that way. Six years ago, I saw that the technology was catching up to where we could be a category to outsource. Here's my general belief on this. I think that the core of a company, the person who started it, the, the visionary, the manager, and the tech around the core nucleus, like the CEO and the COO, those are extremely hard to outsource. And whatever talents those persons have tend to stick around the core. But when you look to things like uh, inventory, shipping, finance, customer service, today's global world allows you to take your core and manage effectively a global team that can be outsourced. One of the best places that's, that's happened because of technology is in finance. You know, you, you, you go back as soon as seven years ago, the technology really wasn't here. One of the reasons why you had that as internal resources is because we lack the tech to outsource it. But now that the technology is here, the habit of having someone internal is just that, a habit. And so now a company can buy that on a very fractional basis and get much more bang for their dollar than they could trying to staff that internally. I heard, I heard somewhere that COVID's pushed us 10 years ahead. I think remote work and outsourcing is, is very relevant at this stage of the game as well. Um, Vinny, just Yeah, that, we're growing, Gary, as a result of that. Yeah, yeah, no, it, we see the di digital side's growing, absolutely. So it's, it's, a, it's, it's a positive thing there, yes. Yeah. Um, Vinny, the next two questions I want to put as one, you know, we talk about leadership drives growth, leadership drives the company forward, leadership is influence, all these things we hear, and, and how do you scale? You've obviously scaled a few companies, you've, you've grown them. And, and, and how did you, so the question is, yeah. how did you grow your team to grow the company? And what's your advice as a leader on how to grow? Great question, Gary. You know, I, I believe in people. I, the, the way the Lord's built my personality, I, I derive energy from people and I love to lead people. So if you look all around, if you're watching video and you're not just listening to this, you'll see stuff that's all about leadership around me. Well, you know, I even wrote a book about this and I actually want to give this away as a gift to our audience. And so for marketing ideas, my team, what we, this is all yours. All you have to do is come and get it. These books in one of those books, I wrote called the CEO's mindset, a principle that I, I use in everything. And it's called the 70% rule. I believe that a leader needs about 70% of the information to make a good decision. And I think that same 70% 
is the amount of threshold you need to practice knowing the gap between you and someone else. Meaning if I'm the leader and I'm 100%, can I allow someone else to do the same work or their version of the work at 70% of the version of me? And because of that, that is probably why culturally I've been given the great privilege to lead large teams. And so I'd love to give that to you. I wrote about it in a book called The CEO's Mindset. And if you want at fullyaccountable.com forward slash marketing ideas, my team has built a gift page for our audience here at Marketing Ideas. Please take advantage of it. It'll give you a whole bunch of tools and a few other gifts in there. But this idea, I believe inherently that a company needs to grow beyond the shadow of its leader. And in order to grow beyond the shadow of its leader, it's gotta have good people. And that's the only way you get there. Without good people, you can have good systems. Systems will never replace people because people are what make the thing go around. But good people with good systems make a great company. Yeah, very, very true. Yeah, thanks for that. We'll put that link in the show notes. Vinny, what's, what are you focusing on this year? We know we're all coming out of COVID. It's messed up the whole world, we believe. It's really made us think different. It's accelerated digital. It's done so many different things. It's really you know, given us a, a bit of a punch in, in every aspect, this COVID. What, is, what are you focusing on, say, the rest of this year and into next year? You know, I, uh, Gary, it's interesting. We're each at a different stage of the journey when this hit. Right. And a line was drawn down the sand and you were either on the side that got completely closed and shut down or you were on the side that was required and accelerated and busier. And like two separate events happened. Every external event has this line in the sand. And so for us as a company, we're exploding in growth. And so one of my focuses is to lead a large team and to continue to improve our offering in the marketplace. But interestingly, because of the way I'm designed in my personality, good companies, when they're running better, processes and systems and people, you can have less moving parts. So at times I can get bored in something like that. And boredom is an indicator. It's actually an indicator of success. I actually looked at it, I used to, and I have to fight every day as looking at it as an indicator of anxiousness or complacency and I need to do something else. So right now I'm in a season of deepening, not only this company, but I'm an investor. I believe in e-commerce and tech and we own multiple companies. And so I'm looking to deepen our portfolio and deepen our bench um, because I think that's what's being asked of us in the marketplace. And I'm resisting where I am in, in my journey of chasing too many distractions at the same time. Now I get it. That line in the sand is, is there and people on the other side of the line might need to pivot, change, invent, um, innovate. And I, I employ and, and encourage you to do that. But I'm on a different side of that where we're going much deeper. And I believe and resonate with what you just said earlier that we've accelerated a lot of our activity that was probably going to be like 22, 23, 24 in those years are happening right now. Yeah, Vinny, you've definitely got a, a growth mindset, which is where it all starts. So it's, it's, a very, it's very positive to hear you talking about growth. 
Vinny, the next question it's actually a, quite a large question. What, what is the greatest lesson that you've learned over the years? You know, I really do work. A house is built on a foundation, and if it's not built on a firm one, it'll crumble. And so the foundation of most small businesses is the leader who's created it. And so I've learned, I, didn't, I wasn't shown an example when I was a young man, but I've realized that I actually have to continue to work on me. And most of the endurance and perseverance of running this race of life is a head and heart game of me. And the more I can figure out and work on that, the better the foundation of our house and I can lead our teams better, I can grow up our executives. And so I've learned a very basic principle that sometimes I just need to slow down a little bit and take a nap and come back and make a better decision. And uh, that's not just an age thing, that's probably a wisdom thing. And I'm quite thankful to have learned things about my personality. And so I'd say that if I'm old Vinny, now talking to young Vinny, I want to learn the difference between being content and complacent. And I used to reverse those two words. I would hear content and I would hear in my head complacent and I'd get anxious and I'd be busy and I'd chase new things. I'm learning that through practicing peaceful joy in leading others, that's an internal battle. And the more I work on my foundation, the stronger our organizations are. Well, it's like what you were saying earlier, Vinny, uh, but to be busy doesn't necessarily mean you're making a profit. So that's that's sometimes yeah. we fall in the trap and say, hey, I'm so busy, but is there margin? So that's a big question. Vinny, um, yeah. just as we start getting to the end of the show, what what's your main, what would be your main message? I know a lot of leaders are, are feel like they've had a few rounds in the ring and they're really they're either tired, frustrated, anxious, not sure how to grow, not sure how to finance. You know, as we're coming out of COVID, and what's your main message to business leaders right now? You know, without leadership, people perish. In the absence of leadership, people will follow anyone. And, you know, I, I think when you look at an external factor that has gripped the entire world, and that probably fear is an overlying negative element of what's gripped this world, um, I think it honestly exposes that all of us serve a God of order. We want no chaos in our life. And since everything, our schedule, our what we're supposed to do, our freedoms have all been massively disrupted, I'm asking leaders to lead. And what I'm saying by that is help people see a vision, helping them realize that we can persevere and endure through the other side of this and get back to some I guess, new version of order that's gonna come on the other side of this. And so I think back to my days in my, I have four children and I think back when they were younger and I had someone say to me once, hey, it's only six weeks. And I started realizing that I can look at chunks of my life in like these six week hurdles. Now I've realized that that got, that got a little longer and now my six weeks can also turn into six months and. The reality is we, we were in 2019, we're going to be in like a 2021. And I would just say that the endurance to help people lead them through a time of chaos 
is more important than ever. And so I would encourage you, if you have the privilege to lead people, take that seriously. Have the fidelity and care to recognize that everybody is hurting and they need a little bit of kindness and compassion right now. Yeah, very good. Vinny, just to start closing, um, your, just your closing statement for today and, and anything I may have missed out for today, and then you can tell us where we can find you and, and how to go from here. Yeah, I think that uh, what I would love to encourage people about, and I love that you guys at Marketing Ideas get this message out here. Like, if you want to make campaigns profitable and you want to have a profitable business and you want to have a profitable result in the community where you live, you actually have to have an awareness of what the customer wants, what they're spending with you, how much you're keeping. Like if you don't have indicators, how are you making good decisions? So I think the shame as a business leader that we should honestly address is how much really guessing are we doing versus some intelligence to guess less. So I would encourage you in every category to try to find ways to guess or at least intelligently guess and have access to good data and numbers so that you can make decisions that look more intelligent. And as leaders, I think we're required to do that and not have this mob mentality in the way we lead. That would be my encouragement in every category. And the way to find me, Vinny Fisher, I'm very accessible in our social media handles, but you can also find us at Fully Accountable, which is fullyaccountable.com. And we're, we're always here. We have a email address called We Care, and it's an initiative of ours, We Care at fullyaccountable.com, where we just wanna help. We have a mission to help empower 10,000 companies to know their numbers and to double their profit margin. If we can give you the right resource, like the gift page we've given you at fullyaccountable.com forward slash marketing ideas, if we can get you one step closer into that journey so that your mind and your heart click into this battle, we, we, we will have considered that a success. Well, Vinny, I'd just like to, on behalf of all our listeners and, and our show, thank you very much for being with us today. I think it's a lot of words of wisdom, especially with the financial side that we all need more than ever. I look forward to reading your books and thank you for the link. And thank you for your time today. It's, it's really been great talking to you and it's always good to speak to a financial person because we want to make better data-driven decisions. So I think that's what it comes down to. Thanks, Thanks for having me today, Gary. I really appreciate it. And, uh, uh, I love what you're doing, so keep doing it. Even on the days that it's hard, you just get up and keep doing it because you're making a difference. Well, thanks so much, Vinny, and all the best in Cleveland. I hope uh, lockdown ends soon for you guys and it goes well with you. Same back at you, Gary. All right, cheers. We'll speak soon. Well, that was Vinny Fisher from the USA. Good information, really. It's something that we all need to really focus on. I know when I was younger, we didn't really focus too much about the figures and the finances and the P&Ls and the liabilities. And I think as we get older, we need to make very sure that we are showing those margins. Otherwise, we have nothing to invest. We have nothing to take us forward. So great words of wisdom. And thanks thanks for to Vinny for being on the show. So we're going to we're going to wrap up now. As always, our acronym for this week is VPS, and that stands for Virtual Private Server. It's a hosting platform that, that you can hire or that the hosting companies help you with, but it's also actually a virtual computer where you can uh, do your cloud and everything else and host your sites and emails and everything else. So VPS.
Well, for more episodes, you can find us on Stitcher Radio or iTunes. Search for Marketing Ideas That Connect. And if you've enjoyed this episode, give it a like, a comment or a rating. You can follow Famous Digital Media on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter or YouTube. To read more about this topic, you can go to the blog at famousmedia.co.za forward slash FDM blog. All links and references from this episode will be on our show notes. And you can get Vinny's link there. He's going to let us read part of his book, which will be a great giveaway for, for us. I know I'm going to go and read it and learn more about knowing your numbers. So until next time, stay hungry, think big and honor God.